Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome, everyone. I'm Sarah Wheeler, Editor-in-Chief at HW Media, with the latest installment of the Housing Wire Daily Podcast, where our editors and reporters discuss the most compelling stories and sources they're covering. Today, my guest is Tracy Velt, the Editorial Director at Real Trends, and we're going to talk about the trend toward real estate and the metaverse, as well as cryptocurrency and luxury real estate. It's going to be a really fun episode. First, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Now more than ever, it's important to partner with a subservicer who is compliant. TMS operates under a culture of compliance, one that follows all investor and regulatory guidelines 24-7, 365. They not only put the customer first, they do what is right. It's a way of doing business that has earned special praise from Fannie Mae, Jenny Mae, and many state regulators. Partner with a subservicer who makes compliance a priority. Go to subservicing.themoneysource.com. Tracy, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate you having me again. Great to have you. Before we jump into some of the the crypto stuff and the metaverse, let's talk about something a little bit more down to earth, which is the fact that uh, the National Association of Realtors, you know, has come back in a countersuit against discount brokerage. Um, so, yes. can, can we talk a little bit about that? Sure. So, in um, March, I think it was 2021, Rex, which is Real Estate Exchange Inc., it's a um, discount brokerage. So they discount um, the commissions paid. Uh, They filed a lawsuit against Zillow and NAR saying that they are, the NAR rules are curtailing competition on home sale commissions. um, And they charge Zillow's online home sales website with relegating its listings to a little seen link. So that means that they're hiding Rex's listings because they're a discount brokerage. Now, Rex um, is very active in the lawsuit um, arena, and recently NAR decided to file a um, a lawsuit against a countersuit against Rex Homes, um, claiming that Rex is making false and misleading claims to deceive consumers. Um, so it's interesting. Zillow did not join that lawsuit. Um, it's only NAR filing this against um, Rex, um, but Zillow was named in the original lawsuit that Rex filed against um, NAR and Zillow. So interesting, just the the suit and the countersuit. So we'll be we'll be keeping an eye out there. Anything there that you feel like we need to know right now? Um, no, I, I can go into a little bit about their chief complaints. They, you know, Rex. Um, NAR feels that Rex misleads consumers by advertising that sellers will receive greater proceeds because in a Rex transaction, sellers don't pay commission to a buyer's broker. And this all goes back to kind of what the DOJ is also looking at um, with NAR. And so that'll be interesting. Um, You know, I think MLS has changed their rules so that they are, you know, no longer buyers brokers can no longer advertise their services as free. Um, and they also need to disclose the commissions paid to buyer brokers. Um, so this will be, this will be interesting how this all ends up playing out in the end. 
Well, we know you're going to keep us abreast of anything that happens here. So we'll, we'll be watching for that on real trends. Yeah. Um, let's, let's jump into sort of the, the real estate and metaverse, um, trend that we're seeing. So, you know, we had EXP Realty, now we have Sir Hunt Brokerage. So, so first tell us, you know, what is it that they're trying to accomplish through this metaverse? So it's interesting because there are, you know, I'm just learning a lot about it as well. So the metaverse, um, from, from an article that, that we, um, we wrote earlier, it's, we discovered it's not just one thing or one place. It's like the internet has many websites, but the metaverse will have many virtual worlds. And Sirhant is developing their own virtual world called Universe, where agents can interact with each other and also, um, you know, do business. So show properties and, and that. Um, EXP already has one through Verbella, where they use that technology to train, um, to have agents attend meetings, to meet with people and interact with clients. And, and it has workflow. Um, so it's, it's, I'm trying to get a handle on it. It's kind of web 3.0 is what it's called. And as I understand it, just like, you know, Bitcoin and URLs are kind of limited commodities, so too will be space in the metaverse. So one might be more crowded or populated than another. And so people are investing in these virtual lands right now because they feel like it's going to be valuable um, for business to advertise their products eventually in these metaverses. Well, it's interesting. It reminds me of like, you know, when, when, uh, domain names came up, you know, you could have been at that time, like, well, why do we need to do that? You know, right. and now you can see why that's so important. You know, you, you recently interviewed Ryan Serhant, right? I did. And mm-hmm. he, he's talking about the agent of the future. And, you know, in that podcast, he says, you can't scale or depend upon personal relationships anymore because people make personal relationships on their phones first. Um, so it's interesting that, that he's looking, and and he even says he's not really looking. Uh, he's not really thinking or designing this for the agents that are thirty five or forty five or fifty five with a lot of current referrals. He's really looking beyond that. Yes, he says his future rock star agent is fifteen years old right now, which is one year younger than my daughter. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's hard. It's hard for me to understand. Um, you know, I what I haven't heard from anyone is why, um, you know, with the, with the virtual broker like EXP, I can understand, uh, using it as a way to connect with, with their virtual agents. Um, but what I want to get a better idea of is, you know, the value of a metaverse, um, for real estate. And I think what it is, is that it'll, it'll eventually streamline the transaction so that, um, you know, luxury buyers in particular who are using cryptocurrency. Um, we have a new wave of of younger uh, luxury buyers who invested in in Bitcoin and Litecoin and, and um, cryptocurrency early, who are you know they've basically exploded in and um, the value is incredible and they're they're either cashing out for real estate. Um, it's been, it's actually down half from its high. I think it was like up to 60 over Bitcoin was up over 60,000. And now I think it's at 30 something thousand. Um, but it still has exploded in value since the very beginning. 
So I think through these um, through these uh, metaverses or virtual worlds, you're able to perform the entire transaction and use cryptocurrency to do that. You know, it's interesting because um, we had Sarhan, uh, we had Ryan on as a speaker at our very first um, housing wire event, mm-hmm. and you know he started really young as as a uh, agent. So it's interesting to me that he's you know he's now I, I don't know how old he is. I guess he's in his thirties, right? But um, looking to that future rock star agent who's now fifteen, you can see how I mean I, I see nothing but huge potential here, right? What what I don't see though, I see the potential for those people. I don't see maybe the current agent buying into this so much. I mean, we see it on the mortgage side where companies invest a ton of money um, to really get the best technology tools and really have the seamless thing. And a lot of, a lot of uh, LOs or mortgage loan officers or different people, they, they just don't want it. They don't ever adopt it. And so it really kind of hinders that going forward if, if you don't have everybody on board. And so I wonder from your perspective, or as you've talked to agents, they talk to you, is this something that people who already have those, uh, that good referral network, are they, are they interested at all? I think that it is something that is in its infancy right now. So I think um, right now we're not seeing some explosion of um, crypto purchased homes. I think that it's 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 looking at the future where there you know the cryptocurrency experts are saying that the process of transferring physical property is compatible with like these non fungible tokens um, because you can um, transfer property rights and they might come with an option of signing over mineral, water, air, and digital rights. So I think that there are companies now like Proppy, um, it, which is is starting to auction off NFTs for US properties and companies like EXP and Surhant, who are kind of at the very beginning of it, I don't think they're anywhere near actually doing business through their metaverse, um, but I but I do see it as definitely the future. I don't see it as something that a lot of agents are going to be jumping on right away. And, I, and right now, it's really the luxury market where you're seeing it the most. So let's talk about uh, Proppy for a minute. So they uh, we just uh, reported last week that they auctioned. NFTs for U.S. real estate properties. So, so walk us through that a little bit. So, there, there's the NFT, which is, uh, mm-hmm. it, as you said, non fungible token. But in this case, it's backed by by two actual brick and mortar properties. Yes. So, basically, um, just to to give our audience an idea, an NFT or non fungible token, it's the original version of a duplicatable piece of digital information. So in the art world, you can say a person owns the original piece of art as an NFT. So they own a bit of code that verifies their um, their ownership. So how it works in real estate is is interesting because they're, they're basically... Proppy developed kind of these smart contracts and the legal framework that allows the tokenization of a real estate property. So what I think they are doing is they're actually um, facilitating like an it's an they did it they did do one sale already of an apartment via NFT in Ukraine. Um, so this one will be two properties in Florida, residential properties in Florida, and I'm 
not completely sure I understand the whole thing, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's, um, it's really interesting. I mean, they're, they're transferring ownership through their blockchain company. So, so I'll be interested in getting more information about that. Um, I'll, I'll be talking to Natalia, um, and I'm going to say her name wrong, but it's Karyanova. And she's the CEO of Proppy, and she's going to give me more information about that so that I can better understand the whole the whole thing. Well, we see, um, you know, we see so much um, venture capital going into this kind of thing. So we know that there's yeah. just a ton of, in, you know, interest in it, and and maybe that's the future. So that's that's going to be really interesting to me. One of the most interesting parts is the is the implications eventually on the title industry yes. because blockchain we all know could could be something that could really help you know if you have something that's immutable um for property transfer or property rights or or whatever it is that's that's really the game changer for for title but no one has figured out how to do that yet as far as um you know using the 150 year old title plants and the information there and and somehow you know putting you know it's 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 jumping to blockchain from there that that seems like the hugest hurdle. Um, and then you know obviously people will want to have to do it, right? So, yes. but the fact that they're doing this for um, crypto digital homes mm-hmm. might be the 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 first step towards you know physical homes being able to take some of that technology and 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 utilize it in the same way. So I I cannot wait. I mean. I just think this is super interesting. Um, I don't exactly understand all of it either, but um, yeah. <laughs> definitely been interested in NFTs since they really burst on the scene, you know, the last 18 months, but um, very interesting. Well, uh, anything else, uh, anybody else doing something like that? Um, not that I know of. I'm sure there are, you know, um, as far as the real estate companies, all I know about is Sirhant and EXP who are who are in the metaverse or launching the metaverse. Sirhant hasn't actually launched launched it yet. Um, it's called the Universe. But um, and then you know, Proppy's been very active on the real estate side as well, and they raised I think over 16 million in, in venture capital so far. So it's definitely something to watch and something that's really exciting. And and I think you're going to see it really with the next generation explode for sure. I think that's interesting. You know, um, I know that uh, I believe Brooklyn Han wrote uh, a piece about, you know, how new rookie agents might be struggling um, in this, Mm -hmm. in this environment. So, you know, you had a ton of people who jumped into real estate uh, in the middle of, uh, the coronavirus pandemic, it was something that they, you know, a lot of people made that change. And, and I think you see in real estate, it kind of goes in these waves, right? So you have a lot of people jump in, but maybe they never get the help or support to really get to that next level. They don't make, you know, you don't make any money unless you sell something. So then they, then a bunch of people leave. And so it's interesting to me that, you know, Sirhant is like, this isn't for the people with all those connections. This is with the people just starting up because that's been a perennial problem for real estate, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, training has been a perennial problem because, um, you know, just all the, all the major brokers have really great training programs, but we've got, we've got low inventory, which adds to the problem. So no matter how well trained you are, if you can't get listings, you're, you're not really selling, um, so I don't know if this will open up a whole nother option for people to specialize in, um, but it'll be interesting. 
Well, Tracy, it's always interesting to talk to you. We know you've got your pulse on, on what's going on with agents and brokerages, and we so appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking for more insight into what will happen in 2022? Or maybe you need more information on what in the world is happening with the federal regulators. Or you could just be looking for information on how to stay competitive as the industry shifts to a purchase-focused market. Our HW Plus Premium Membership comes with all of this insight and more. With your HW Plus Membership, you'll get at least five HW Plus articles a week that dive deeper into the daily news to help you confidently make business decisions. To join, go to housingwarrant.com forward slash membership. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. I hope you have a great afternoon. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on all the hottest stories crossing our news desk daily. The podcast is now available wherever you like to listen. Make sure to tune in tomorrow.